Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly-Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. How are you? I hope everything is fab. I'm doing something new today. I think you're going to love it. I am resharing a interview that Julia Riley Martin hosted, where she interviewed me, <laughs> on her podcast, Dream Your Life Podcast. And the episode is titled, Drop the Struggle Story and Find Success Now. And the reason that I'm sharing it is, one, of course, you're going to get a lot more of my money and business vibes. And just hear more background around why I do not feel an unavailable for this story of suffering to arrive in our businesses and with money. And she asked a lot of questions around the earlier part of my journey, right? Like as I was led into my own spirituality, my own healing, what that looks like, manifesting these different parts of my life right before I even got to the time of having a business. We talk about love and how that's played a role in my journey. I love even honestly her story around, you know, not being available for a quote unquote hard marriage and what that's looked like with her husband. And I think that's really beautiful. And she just asked some really powerful questions. And I always love that because Sometimes when we're speaking on our own, you know, we'll sometimes not go in deep in this area that maybe your audience would love to hear about because we don't realize because we're channeling and talking and doing the thing. So it's really powerful. I'm also a generator, so I like having things to respond to. It's It was really powerful to be part of her show. And I was led to share it with you. So here we go. <laughs> And I also want to let you know that Magnify Manifest Receive, my eight-week wealth energetics activation is currently an early bird now. Once early bird closes, we will be at full price. We are going to start June 21st. So if you would like to jump into that activation, it's all the energetics around selling out your offers, having clients in your DMs, wanting to pay you if you're in a full-time job, elevating your income, calling in new opportunities, having, you know, for all of us, having money flow to you always, always. And I just love this because, well, one, you know, I love money. And so teaching around the energetics of money is so fun for me and giving you this like, really fast, powerful activation, especially because you may have heard me say the energy on spring, summer is really fast moving. Like we can call in so much, we can gain so much traction. We just have to be willing to like go and dance with the universe. So I love being in like creation mode during these times. And so I love the timing of this offer as well, because I've really like harnessed the energy and the energetics around my last 85k launch to really like drill into like, what are the energetics behind this fast moving money? 
And I'm excited because I'm teaching the first round of it live. So you can really get like live support as well as the transmission on every single call. I will not be teaching this live again. This is also the most accessible way to work with me live. So it's just a vibe all around. So I highly recommend you join while this is on the table. Oh, I'm just really excited about it. When I tune into it, I literally feel this like electric energy in my heart. It's extremely meant to be. (laughs) So anyway, DM me if you want to chat about that. And I'm going to let you get to enjoying the show. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast. This is episode number 15. Today, I got to virtually hang with Jocelyn Kelly Reed, who is a leading intuitive business and abundance coach. And you guys, she is just magic, pure magic, in my opinion. She started off in the corporate world, working in banking and sales and marketing, and then she decided to build her own coaching business. And it took her no time to build it into a thriving business. In less than a year, she was hitting 50K months. And she does it with ease because she understands that to attract clients and to build a lasting to build lasting success, it's about your energy, about her energy, just as much or maybe more than it is about business strategy, which is obviously important as well. We also talk about the fact that we don't need to create for ourselves a struggle story. You can build a successful business or a successful career without stress or worry or the proverbial rock bottom moment. Anyway, I loved hearing about Jocelyn's story and her perspective, and I hope all of you do too. Well, hello, hello, Jocelyn, the queen of queens. I just told you this, but I have been so looking forward to this conversation since you first responded to my email, and I'm just so, so happy to have you join me today. Thank you so much for having me here podcasting. As I told you, it's one of my favorite things to do. I know. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course, of course. I And I have been listening to your new podcast. Um, and actually, the, the way I found you is I heard you on um, a different podcast. Now, I can't remember which one, but it was some manifest podcast. Um, and I just kind of got obsessed. Like, I just love your voice and your confidence and this fierceness about you. Um, You just have something really that is so unique. And I can't wait for listeners to get to see a little bit about that today. Um, But anyway, I could go on and on. I I think I should pause and just let you introduce yourself and share a little bit about your story, which I know you've shared many times, but I want to start there. Um, And I I guess this is kind of a two-part question, but the first is, um, you know, who is Jocelyn Kelly today? What do you do? Who do you serve? And then the second part is how did you get here? So what did that journey look like? Sure. 
So I'm Jocelyn Kelly Reed. I'm an intuitive business and abundance coach as sort of my broad umbrella. And I really help women step into dream business, dream life, dream money, dream receiving, dream everything, <laughs> essentially yeah. creation that feels really good to our feminine core and is really able to support our life rather than us feeling like we're getting dragged along by our desires and being in this kind of like sacrifice, suffering energy and just stressed out, right? We already know there's so much poor programming around what we get to have, what we get to receive as women and what it has to look like. Mm -hmm. And I'm really of the belief that like we do get to have it all and we do not need to sacrifice and suffer in order to have it. We just weren't taught that we were able to have it all, right? So then it's about like, what does that look like and stepping into it? And just, I'm experiencing it as my life just gets easier and easier and easier and easier. It's very real. We just, you know, of course we desire help to get there because this isn't how we were raised at all. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. We get to have it all. And, and that's kind of what this podcast is all about. It's just like we as women, well, anybody. And anyone, yeah, yeah. my, my and, audience yeah. and my clients are just primarily women, but this is really, this is everybody. These are yeah. all humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, and we have the power to do that for ourselves. And I want to get into that with you too. So how did you get to where you are today? You're in New York, you're in Brooklyn. You look like you're living the life. How, what did that journey look like for you? Let's see. Well, I moved to New York at the end of 2017. In terms of my professional background before what I do now, so I started my business at the end of 2019. So I have had a very fast progression Mm -hmm. as planned, but obviously (laughs) this is what I do for a living is teach teach you how to be fast and have it be easy. Um, but before this, right. So out of school, I, I went to university of Pennsylvania. I worked for block rock, which is a really large New York based firm, but I lived in San Francisco. I did that for seven years. So I did get a lot of like the 3d money experience, you know, where in San Francisco did you live? I lived in lower pack Heights. Oh, nice. Me too. I mean, I I lived in lower Heights, So just close to there. Yeah. So that was kind of my first, my first foray out of school. And, you know, I was like just rocking and rolling and having fun is basically Mm -hmm. what was happening. And then one day it just, what was going on? I was dating a guy who lived in LA and I kept flying back and forth or like going to LA And I was sort of just getting over San Francisco and realizing, I mean, that job was wildly beneficial, transformative, a blessing in my life Mm -hmm. for, well, I had like five jobs while I was there because I was there for seven years, but working (laughs) for that firm gave me such a strong, grounded energy in terms of like strategy you know, it's like a trillion dollar firm running a successful Mm -hmm. business, working with people who really know how to move some big money, know what they're doing, know how to make things happen. Like, I just feel like I got a class, a training business. I really did. 
So I'm so grateful for that. And then as it started to wear out where I was like, I don't want to be in an office. I don't want to do this every day. I don't want to wear these heels. I don't want to wear these suits. I don't want to wear full makeup every day. Like, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to live like this. And it wasn't a job where like some of the others I have, there was nothing toxic happening. It wasn't any of those things. It was more (laughs) just like a lifestyle desire. My soul calling me to a different place. And I decided to just, I just remember, oh, but I did start getting pushed out by the universe in other ways that were unrelated to work. Like I had gone to New York and I remember I bought bed bugs home from this, from the Gonzavort Hotel. Oh, geez. In meatpacking. Yes. (laughs) And then, oh, luckily it didn't turn into a big thing, but I had a few bites on my back and a really allergic reaction. I was so grossed out. And like everything was just sort of falling apart at once. But the blessing in that was, and I was going to Miami and I remember I had to do this steam treatment. So they literally like brought, they did this thing where they brought a dog over to like sniff out the apartment and there was no bed bugs anywhere, but like the two in my room. Oh, that's good. So that's good. So I hired this company to seal my room and do this, like, cause I had roommates at that time, do this steam treatment, whatever. So I actually had to empty out my whole room and I'd lived in that place for seven years. And you know how, when you haven't moved for a long time, moving feels like such a big deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it causes a lot of like inertia and you actually getting it done. Cause it just feels so big. Yeah. So I had to move all of my stuff out of my room. And I remember standing in my empty room and being like, oh, I can just leave. Like I can do this. Yeah. And I was sleeping on the sofa and this is so funny and so random, but I was on Facebook. Remember how people used to use those like infographics a lot and you would like answer questions and follow a path and it would lead you to an answer. On Facebook? Like it just in marketing. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I remember doing this one on Facebook and they asked a question. It was like, are you happy? And I was like, no. And I didn't even realize prior to that. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I had not registered in my, my 20 self mm-hmm. that I wasn't happy. And when I yeah. saw myself answer, no, I was like, oh, fuck, no, we've got to make some. <laughs> yeah. make some yeah. Oh, wow. And I told my roommates and I told my parents, I was like, in six months, I'm moving to LA. Wow. And I did. And, and, and and you, and LA because your boyfriend was there or just LA? It wasn't my boyfriend. I just realized I wanted the life that he had. Like there was something about LA and just like the easy breezy vibe. Yeah. Granted, I did not have an easy breezy time. It was like my dark night of the soul, but that was the energy. (laughs) (laughs) It was not easy breezy. Shockingly enough, New York has been way more easy breezy. Oh, wow. um, but it does, LA does have that vibe. And that's why so many people flock to LA because it is the beach culture. It's the easy breezy. Let's, you know, walk on the boulevard and, you know, have rosé kind of Exactly. Thing. I did have lots of rosé. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. And then I, you know, I did have dark night of soul. It was during my Saturn return. I had a psychic awakening, a spiritual awakening without any support or help. I was nowhere near as involved in this work as I am now. Mm -hmm. And I got in a really kind of like toxic up and down relationship, which I honestly sort of think was by design because he activated my psychic gift. Like I would have all these wild premonition dreams about 
yeah, what was going to happen in the relationship, what he was going to do. And it was by no means something I needed to stay in. And it really could have uh, closed out sooner, but it opened me up to this world and it opened me up to where I had a lot of personal work to do because honestly, before that relationship, my internal issues hadn't really come forward. It was for some reason, Mm -hmm. this person just activated all of my stuff coming up to the surface. So while it was really painful, when I look back in hindsight and I would have moved way faster with help, but you know, I didn't know then what I know now. Yeah. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have received it. I was like really still caught up in stories then. So, um, when I look back, that was like the initiation to start where I've gone, you know? And then ultimately I went on a work trip. Oh, I switched careers. I got into interior design, which was a passion of mine. And then I was on a work trip in New York. And I don't know, I just felt LA was too like still for me. Like I actually Mm -hmm. felt really Mm -hmm. restless there. And I can see that. Yeah, it's just not, it's actually funny. Like the masculine energy of New York actually like allows my feminine to feel more peace. Yeah, yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I live in Brooklyn. There's trees, it's beautiful. I'm not like in the heart of the city, you know? Yeah. I think it's all about the stage of life too. Like you need certain environments and certain, I mean, certain environments resonate more with you when you're in that energy and in that stage of life. Right. And I'm balanced. Like I didn't move to New York, like on a total bar, drug and alcohol binge and going crazy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like way more like how some people sort of get lost in New York. I was past that point in life. Yeah. Um, but I, and I was staying in this beautiful loft in Tribeca for like two weeks straight. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, this is the vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then a year later, And I did. So then I, I was not, you know, the universe pushed me out again. I got sick. I had fibroids. I had to have surgery. I had to leave my job. It was like, I got brought to my knees through my health this time from not listening, right. Burnt out all the things, um, not honoring myself in relationship, just all the things. Right. And But when your body talks at that level, you have no choice, but to listen. Yeah. I started, I found Louise Hay. Yeah, I love Louise Hay. I love Louise Hay. She's like a fairy godmother. She is. That's a perfect way of describing her. She's so magical. So like my opening was sort of like to the dark and then I found the light, if that makes sense. Totally. And is the, um, so is Louise Hay who introduced you to the, like the concept of manifestation and the law of attraction, or did you know about that before? I knew about that, like, you know, Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham and I'd read like Gabby Bernstein's books, but none of it was really landing. Like it wasn't doing anything. Louise Hay just like got me for some Mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. I think because it felt very tangible, like these practices of gratitude. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Tangible and actionable. Whereas like, it's not just like these concepts. 
Exactly. And like, you know, oh, you know what, what really sold me is because I had fibroids and I looked up and I knew because I'm not someone who has chronic health issues. I'm not, I don't have all these health things going on. So I was like, what is this? We went from like zero to 60, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, and I knew enough to know that this was for a reason. This was not just, oh, I happened to, to have this happen. I knew that Yeah, yeah. it was too big and too just all random on us. Yeah. And so I looked up her energetic reason for fibroids and she said that they were basically created through carrying a lot of romantic shame. Oh, wow. Yeah. I knew how I had been handling my love life. And I was like, of course. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's crazy. And that hit home. So I, started listening to her and just listening to her like all day, all night and really being in the energy and becoming way more aware of myself and where I was still carrying a lot of trauma. I mean, I wasn't doing trauma work then. I was just trying to stay, you know, yeah, <laughs> walk to the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she opened me up and it was just wild. Like I wanted to, and when I got better and I had this like miraculous surgery, I don't even have a scar, this miraculous surgery, miraculous recovery. I remember my acupuncturist was like, she was a fertility specialist. And she was like, I've never seen a recovery like this in my life. Like everything. Uh, I just and were you, were you consciously using like, you know, positive thoughts and co- consciously thinking about yourself being healed and, and using those practices? Yes. And I was just determined. I was like, like, I'm so unavailable for not being healthy. I was like, this is insane, but you don't really value your health until it becomes threatened, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was just doing, I found like the best surgeon. I was going to this naturopath. I was doing all the Eastern things, right. Cause Western medicine's kind of emergency medicine. And I knew I needed to do all these other things as well which I also think substantially contributed to my process of healing quickly. Just like taking control and taking I, action and owning it. I was was so in action. There was no part and no availability for just like, oh my God, this is what Letting I- Letting it happen to you. Yeah. Nothing of like that. No, it was like my full-time job to be well. Wow, that's awesome. So you, so you recovered- and you're still in New York. What is the next? Oh, step? and I was in LA then still. Though. Oh, all, oh, you were in LA. Yeah. This all happens in LA. And then when I got better, I was like, there's no way I'm getting another job in LA. I don't want to be here. Like I just knew there was, it was not happening Okay. for me to get a job in LA. And I was like, I'm moving to New York. And then I, with Louise, Hey, I manifested the money to move to New York. Cause I didn't have it when I wanted to. And, and wait, I have to stop there because I, I um, I feel like this is like a lot of people can say that, you know, and then I manifested the money. But for you, what was that? Were you, did you have a specific number? Did you, and and what was the manifestation process for getting that first, you know, sum that you needed? I mean, you have to take action, you know, like, yeah. I just, for me, usually when I, when I want something, my will is strong enough. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't, because it not happening isn't an option. You know, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, I've been manifesting. I'm like, no, you not, you haven't been. You've been having a hope and a prayer. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference then? Like, what's the difference an, of like hoping and putting it out there? And how do you take action, aligned action when you don't have a plan or like an idea of how you're going to get the money to make the move? 
I mean, well, so I think it's an, it's not just the action. It's the energetic decision behind the action. There's mm-hmm. a lot of us taking the same actions, getting different results. Right. Right. So you also have to make an energetic decision. And I just knew, and this has just been so much of like, we've all had that. Haven't you had moments where you are, it's just, unfortunately, people will usually wait till their rock bottom to have mm-hmm. it instead of like claiming it sooner. But haven't you had moments where you were up against the wall where there was like no other option, but for something to work? Oh, 100%. But that's, that's actually how I live my life. I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen. There, there is no other option. Like I don't have a plan B. This plan right. A is what is going to happen. <laughs> Right. So rather than wait, and so I agree, but most people wait until there's really no other option. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's so you're why like, I'm moving. Yeah. That's why we've all created miracles when literally there's just no other options. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know whether you're going to run out of money or whatever it is. Like that's usually the place that people will wait to to make an energetic decision. And my whole thing is like, we don't always have to be on the floor to make an energetic decision, but they'll say they're manifesting, but I'm like, no, because you don't have your full energy. It's like, you want something sort of, right. You have to like, want it fully because that's the only way that you're going to allow yourself to continually align with it, to do what Mm -hmm. it takes to continue align with it, whether it be like how we invest, who we learn from, whatever, and to resource yourself. And like, you've seen it happen in so many miraculous ways. I remember I have a client and she ended up getting like $300,000 from some car accident she was in, or like, not that we want to have a car No, no, I know. But that that happens all the time. And And so it, it can come, it can be, I've seen inheritance people didn't know was there. Right. Right. Or And we don't, or like, you've just, you've heard everything. Um, Miracle money is so real. Of course, what happens to me now, like money's coming through my business now, you know, (laughs) but (laughs) it's very different. The business was created on purpose, but I think people will create these stories around what's possible for them and what's not like, they'll be like, well, none of my family has money. So that's impossible. Rather than just not even thinking about that. You don't, our job isn't the how, it's just like being open, making the energetic decision. And then like, what are you doing? So I remember, for example, even when I, like, I was always good at manifesting full-time jobs once I got my energy around it. Mm-hmm. I would always get a recruiter and work with the recruiter. And my job never came through the recruiter. It would come through like a referral. I'd meet someone or whatever. Yeah. And I sort of knew it wasn't ever going to come through the recruiter, but I knew that the universe had to see me in motion. Yes. Yes. Totally. And that circling back is the aligned action. And that's the aligned action. So it would be like, so in the case of, you know, like telling my parents, telling people I knew, telling everyone this is happening, actually starting to look at apartments. I hire, I found two brokers to move without, before having any plant to just help me. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. Like I just showed up. Like I was, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. So the universe is like, oh my God, I need to figure out how to get her there because she's already going. And was actually looking for jobs and like Mm -hmm. doing the things, you know? So we're in motion, it's happening. And a lot of people get, um, they want to stay in the safe part of the manifesting, which is just like, oh, I'm going to meditate and be in gratitude. I'm like, you Mm -hmm. also need to take massive action. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it doesn't always look like that. Like, like you get more magnetic and more magnetic and more magnetic where it's not always such a big dramatic thing, but you do while honoring rest and obviously not burning out. Like there's no, nothing magnetic about running around on burnout at all, mm -hmm. but we have to show up for the desires and you have to be willing, just like if you're growing a business, you have to be willing to like invest when it scares you invest no matter what. Yeah. Go up, do the things, build the business and it just gets easier and easier. Yes. So I've just always been very, it's like when I wanted to move out to LA, when I wanted to move to New York, when I wanted to switch industries, when I wanted to start a business, like I take action. Mm -hmm. And, and to your point, like, and you, you talk about this a lot I, on your podcast and in social media, it's just the idea that it doesn't have to be hard and that like the entrepreneur struggle story doesn't have to be everyone's story and that you can build a thriving business and be successful like right away, like you were. And I guess my question for you is why is it that so many people think that starting a business or a side hustle or whatever it is, um, why do they think they have to struggle to make it? And then how do you help these people? Because most people do struggle to make it. <laughs> so but, I think, but is it, a, yeah, I think there's just a lot of sub subconsciously taking on other people's stories. So for example, yeah. most entrepreneurs, right. Including myself, like, so while you just heard a lot or, you know, decent amount of my struggle before the business, I made the conscious decision in starting the business. The business was not going to include a drama. Yeah. My other places in life had like we were done. But most entrepreneurs tell you how they had to fail a thousand times forward. Mm -hmm. This didn't work. That didn't work. And it's like part of their story. And it gets like glamorized in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And while we are so here for the hero's journey and everyone sheds a tear and gives a round of applause <laughs> for the food. <laughs> Like it captivates people emotionally. And while I'm yeah. here for it, I'm like, I don't need to fail. I don't want that. 10 times and like collapse on the floor from burnout and be all over the right. news for it. And then tell women it doesn't have to be this way. And then like, why do we need all the drama? Yeah. I actually think the whole struggle story in general, not just for business, but in life can just be a really detrimental story to latch on to because I, I mean I think it, yeah even like um and I talked to my husband about this all the time like the whole narrative and story that marriage is hard, is hard. work that one I, kills oh my me. god it makes me so mad because I, I mean and this is kind of controversial but like I think marriage should be the easiest part of life like marriage is supposed to be the thing that supports you when you're figuring everything else out it's your like love and safety net but then so many people are like no no you need to work really really hard why, why? like yeah there's compromise and yeah you're gonna do things that you don't want to do but if you come from a place of love then it shouldn't feel like work girl you are preaching to the choir I yeah. say this all the time I'm like yeah. I have a phenomenal life yeah. Why would I invite something in that does anything other than, yes, give me the opportunity to grow, but also add like fun, a yeah. life, yes. pleasure, enjoyment. Yeah. I'm like, 
I don't need your money. (laughs) I know. I know. And as soon as you put the label of work or as soon as you start to think about things like that as work, that's what it becomes. Like, that's what it becomes. Yeah. That sort of what kills me around a lot of these um, relationship experts. There's so much drama around. Yeah. Guys, why does it like I am so here for emotional intimacy. I am so here for growth. I am so here for like rising and power with a partner. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm, I just listen to them and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And also I know it doesn't need to be so complicated. Granted, I'm not married, but even in my dating experience, like once I started to transfer my energy around money and business to dating, no big shocker. It started getting way easier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just feel like I'm with you. Why? It only needs to be hard if you decide it needs to be hard. It only needs to be work if you decide it needs to be work. And also like you can choose a partner where it's endless work, or you can also choose a partner where there's just so much more natural flow. 100%. It's, it's honestly all, and this is like, you know, manifestation at its core. It's all in the way you frame it in your mind. I agree. I mean, just 10,000%, especially on this front, because, you know, a lot of women, it's interesting because I coach a lot of women who are in relationships and because there's so much around, you know, stepping into deeper receptivity, even in partnership Mm -hmm. for that area to transform and to really allow our men to, you know, step forward more fully, especially when we stop like controlling and micromanaging and you know how we like to. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, um, but what sometimes what I see is women so sold on this relationships are hard narrative mm-hmm. that they are like trying to rework and rework and rework a toxic dynamic that is not intended yeah. to work because that yeah. belief around it being so hard is so real. Right. But really, we can flip the script because I'm like everything that we believe to be true, we learned from someone mm-hmm. else. So why don't we just switch our belief systems and start working or learning from people who operate how we want to flow? Because just because you think that it's true doesn't mean it's true. You get to change what's true for you at any time. I also feel too, unfortunately, a lot of women get there. They don't realize they're doing it, but they gain their importance through playing this like savior martyr vibe out. Uh Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, my husband's useless. Therefore I'm important. Oh, right. You know what I right. mean? Like, he would never be anything without me. It's like to feel important. Someone else needs to be like, he needs to be somehow like lower, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a lack of personal power, honestly. Yeah. I know it, but I love hearing you say it too, because you are happily married with kids and it's just case in point of truth. Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, in my life, like my marriage is the, like the thing that I go to whenever anything, whenever I have a challenge or a stress or anything, like that's my safe, loving place. And I don't even understand either. Why would you marry someone who is not the place that you go to your safe space? You literally choose to sign up for living with them, loving them, being with them for the rest yeah. of your life. Like who else would they be? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Wait, you just said something. Oh, I, okay. So I want to kind of shift it to feminine power and, you know, and you talk a lot about like this idea of women awakening to our wealth and 
becoming queens is how you is how you talk about it. Um, and I just I want to hear a little bit more of how you would describe this awakening and what it means and how you help your clients through this. Sure. So to me, when I say that word, it's really just having that command over our life, over our journey, not control, but command, right? Mm -hmm. What we get to have, what we get to receive, how we get to live, how we get to move through the world in all ways. Mm -hmm. And of course, with my business background, you know, I have 15 years of sales and marketing experience before this business is very natural for me to teach it with business, which expanded to teaching it with money, especially as I saw how quickly I was moving myself forward by comparison to the usual entrepreneur journey. Mm-hmm. And I also just think money is fascinating, like the energy of money, money in the 3D, how it responds to us energetically. Right. Like I, it's just interesting. So I love it. And then, you know, I have a number of different containers that serve different purposes, but it's essentially all about stepping into abundance, period. No matter whether you're in a full time job, you're running a business, whatever it is. It's just about opening up to being able to receive and then actually receiving and really learning to master your process so you can stay in flow and feel good. I mean, we need to all remember the whole reason, if you're listening to a podcast like this, you know, the whole reason we are all doing all the things we're doing is to just be happy. Yeah. Feel good and be happy. It's that That, simple. That's (laughs) it. That's it. It's just like, and every, the, the crazy part is that everyone can be happy. They have the power to make themselves happy. It is within every single human being to make them happy. Yet so many people are unhappy and all they want, well, all anybody wants is to be happy. Right. And I get it. I wasn't always happy, not even close. And the thing Mm -hmm. is the mistake that people will make is to take the hand they've been given and assume Mm -hmm. that's all they get to have. Yeah. Yeah. When really the hands we've been given, right? We all came in with different challenges, right? All of us. There's no one who's just had an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl in every part of life. No way. (laughs) No. And by the way, if they did, that's, you've got to experience the lows to experience the highest. So then it's not really that easy breezy because they don't know like what the other side is. Or lots of times those people will blow, blow their stuff up. Not because they don't, they take it for granted, you know, and then they get, they rebuild, but but we're human. We're on the, we are on the earth plane. So if we were not intended to have some lessons, we would be, you know, a fairy or a spirit, someone's spirit guide or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, So it's just, I, you know, the way I view it now is like, okay, I was given a certain hand, like whether it'd be, okay, the kind of dynamic I was born into with my parents or whoever, right? Mm -hmm. And then I just get to take that hand and I get to transmute the energy and I get to alchemize the energy and I get to look at my life from when I didn't know better to what I know now and just show up for myself and keep going because- We all, like you said, we all want to be happy. We're all able to be, but we can't have all these stories around the past. And because we, the reason people sometimes don't get there or don't just start taking action boldly is they're so committed to their stories and to their past rather than working from the now. Yes, of course, heal where Mm -hmm. we still feel shaky around the past, but the commitment really needs to be to now forward. Totally. So you, you have coached 
what hundreds of women, thousands, lots of men. Okay, hundreds <laughs> of women to um start their own businesses. Thousands um, in my audience. Oh, okay, Clients, okay, got it. Clients, I would say between all my programs, yes, that would well, be more. <laughs> I, I would say thousands because you're influencing and people are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. why I said in my audience, one hundred percent. Well, that's that's coaching. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I. I I'm curious, like in your opinion, um, well, actually first, when it comes to just confidence and energy, all that stuff you're talking about that you need to really embody to build a business and to be successful, especially if you want to be successful out of the gate, like what makes someone confident in your experience and working with many clients, like is confidence innate? And then, um, and then how does confidence play into someone's energy and into the success that they find in business or otherwise? So I would say, so for example, I don't call myself like a confidence coach or something. What tends yeah. to happen is I just lead. Okay. So there's a few things. So business, business strategy is very real. There's no yeah. world where we just get to like do spiritual work and then right. have a coming business. You right. know, so part of this work, if you're actually building a business is around how do you actually build a sustainable business for success rather than like winging it or taking yourself down roads that aren't going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone's business looks a little bit different. They have different desires. They have different things going on in their business. They have different lifestyle preferences, right? Like there's a number of ways to build a successful business. And I have a lot of business experience. So it's easy for me to help people rather, whether they're servicing individual people or I've had a lot of clients who are business to business also. Mm -hmm. Um, but the point is like, how do we actually become a scalable business, right? We're not burning out. We're a brand. We have a presence. People know who we are. Like yeah. our vibe is the whole experience, right? Mm -hmm. So some of it is true business stuff. That's gotta be there for sure. Then there's this spiritual work and the spiritual ascension, right? And so much of my gift is being able to take what feels like these sort of high level spiritual concepts. And actually make them like actionable and more e easily understood. So I think what's interesting in my position is because I have a really strong, true blue 3D professional background and I'm highly spiritual. It's like people are able to find sort of that middle ground place with me because you've come across leaders who are so woo woo. It's like, this is not landing. Like, no, yeah. It's like, yeah. The women I attract, they want results, right? They right. don't want to just be like floating around in 5D, la la land, not getting anywhere. Yeah. And those aren't typically people who want to become entrepreneurs anyway, in my experience. Yeah. And so, and then it's like, if we're too 3D, it's too heavy, it's too slow. And we're not able to be like, oh, hey, wait, there's these enormous energies around us. The quantum field is real. Oh, I can enhance my psychic gift. All this stuff to actually lead me forward faster. Mm -hmm. So I love mixing the two, right? That's the spiritual side. Then there's the energetic side, which a lot of that just comes through naturally being in my vibes. Like people be like, oh my gosh, I started binging your podcast and I started manifesting more. Like it's in my energy. Like I was, yeah. this I was born with, you know? Yeah, yeah. my human design chart too, like having these many codes and understanding resources and having a natural ability to like expand other people's energy. And I always, I receive a lot of downloads that aren't always for me. They're like for the collective or for women who are in my field who are clients. That's just, so that's a benefit that's just personal to me of being in my world. Yeah. So it's just naturally how I'm made up. 
So a lot of the energetic transformation comes through being in my energy and being around me. And then also through the way that I teach and how I teach women to work with their energy, right? To create pleasure on purpose, to generate energy from within your body, like how to generate generating flow state instead of waiting for it to happen to you, right? And how to just like work with like 3D slash five and the 5D and all the ways to like speed it up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically just helping you get, claim your desires faster. And it's just so interesting because it happens everywhere. Like in one of my containers, so the cohort is where my women are building sustainable five-figure month businesses. I have okay. feminine magic and many. So that's open for room. I have feminine magic and many, the mastermind, which is about like deep embodiment of wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism. Cause I always say we get to this place where like money isn't responding to what you do so much as it's responding to who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for there's sure. a lot of people doing a lot. If this was a doing game, then the hardest working people on the planet would be the wealthiest. And that's not true. Right. It's probably so, the inverse. <laughs> Exactly. There's way more going on. So it's about deep embodiment, right? So we can be the woman who moves with ease, be the woman who moves with flow. And there's a way more like internal work and kind of like magic and witchy stuff and all this stuff in that container. And what's so interesting is like women, some of these women have come forward having desires that have nothing to do with money, just being like, oh, you know, my husband and I are in the, we've been in this dry spell with sex for a long time, blah, blah, blah. And like through all the things we're doing, because I'm teaching them how to be in your feminine magic, your feminine receptivity, all of a sudden Mm -hmm. the sex dry spells over, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so fun for me to watch. Like, yeah, we want men, you want businesses, but what we are, women are not happy if like, we also don't feel desired. We want everything. We want everything. Like more, 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 more is the female vibe. So (laughs) (laughs) more attention more love, more affection, more money. That's how the female is wired. That's just how we are. So I love the transformations that happen just across the board, you know? And then- um, So so the cohort, there's the cohort, there's the feminine mastermind. And and sorry, are these for, is your audience mostly um, women who- are entrepreneurs or wanting to start a business or is it really just anyone and everyone? It depends on the offer. I have everybody. So my offers for women where it doesn't matter what you do. So I have money queen, which is my self-led abundance course. That's my more like foundational money work. People get insane results or that's the most like introductory way to work for me. That's for everybody. Business, no business, full-time job, no job, whatever. Feminine magic and money is also for, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, or don't do. It's really about feminine embodiment of wealth, magic, and magnetism. So literally like teaching you how to embody these principles, like on a deep level so that you attract a lot of ease. The cohort is for women who are actually building businesses online, no matter whether they are servicing individuals or if they are business to business. That's the true. So it could be products. No products. Oh, no products. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, Clients who have product-based businesses, I've coached privately. Okay. Um, and then I have, what else do I got going on? Oh, right. So Feminine Magic and Money is closed right now. The cohort is open. Money Queen is always open. And then I have Magnify, Manifest, Receive, which is right now while we're recording, it's in uh, pre-sale. But by the time this comes out, we'll be in early bird. 
Um, so that container is an eight week live activation. And so while feminine magic and money is very embodiment focused, magnify, manifest, receive and feminine magic and money, the mastermind is a longer journey. It's five months. Like it's super deep, you know? Yeah. Magnify, manifest, receive is an eight week live activation. And this is all around like the energetic side of the work of money, miracles, manifesting, et cetera. And I'm teaching it live. It's the only round I will be teaching it live. So it's eight weeks. So it's perfect for someone who say like a lot of women, like, okay, let's say someone has a business, they're doing well, and they want like that top off, you know, we'll hit this like financial glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. No matter whether it be in a full-time job or an entrepreneur business, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm keep hitting 20K months, 20K months, 20K months, or 10K months, 10K months, 10K months, or 30K months, 30K Mm -hmm. months, 30K months. And I cannot get through like what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so it's that energetic activation to break through that glass ceiling. And then, cause that's where a lot of times at that level too, it's like an energy game of like, okay, what energy do we need to step into Mm -hmm. to, have like deeper alignment with higher pricing, deeper alignment with the women who are already circling around you, who are the high playing clients who want to say yes, but like you need to calibrate your energy so they can feel drawn to you, right? What's the energetic alignment with your offers always being sold out? What is the alignment where you only needing to show up a few times and like people are always in your inbox? Like that's an energy game. Yeah. And so that's what that activation is for. But it's also for women who are, let's say they're earlier in their journey, right? And maybe they're not ready to invest in the cohort or something like that, but they need to get the show on the road with money. Because I always say, if you do not have a strong, juicy relationship with money, there's no amount of business strategy that is going to like outweigh your relationship with money. Like these, both these things need to be happening together. So I've had women who are like, okay, I just want to gain like more confidence, higher level energy, et cetera as I step into building my business or before I step into, building yeah. my business, I just want to manifest more. If you can master money and have money be easy, there's a lot you can manifest. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because then we have so many so stories living. around, around money. Exactly. So yeah. my money energy has actually been like, what's taken me forward in so many areas of life. Plus I always say money is masculine energy mm-hmm. money. Cause how does it feel when you have it? It feels stable. It feels supportive. It feels like just how you likely feel with your husband, right? Mm-hmm. Just how we feel when we're in a yummy partnership with us having a feminine core. So it's also just teaching you how to move with more precision to where yeah. like, if we create more polarity with money. Yeah. You can hustle and grind for it. I'm talking to people who don't want to do that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. If we create that polarity with it, it's coming in, you know? Yeah. And then when we do that, everything else comes in easier. So, and I've had women, you know, I have women sign up in there who are also in full in full-time jobs and they just want to be better at manifesting period, mm-hmm. whether it be yeah. the raise, the next position, the idea, the download for the new business or, you know, partnership. It's just magnetism is magnetism. Yeah. So that container is just a different length in time, right? It's eight weeks. It's all energy focused. It's not like an, it's not embodiment work and that's open right now. And it's the most accessible way to be in my live energy because I'm teaching it live. Yeah. And yeah, it's my most accessible price point for like live work. So I'm really excited about that when we start at the end of June. At the end of June. Okay. Yeah. Well, this will be, this will be hosted um, Wednesday. So that's 
perfect timing. Um, and also sometimes women have made a lot of money in their full-time jobs, but then it's like a different energy game for doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I right? can imagine that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, It's just a totally, you're not working for someone you're doing it you're yourself. Working for yourself. Yeah. And you're literally like, you're creating money just being you. It's very different. So I've helped also a good number of women. I mean, my clients have just ranged the entire spectrum of what you can imagine around money. Yeah. (laughs) But I have something for everyone. Just come to me if you're confused. I love it. And I will have links to all of this in the show notes. Um, And we're also at time, but I have one more question for you, Jocelyn. And this is my favorite question to ask. Of course. Um, And it is, um, okay, so you're gonna have to channel Jocelyn Kelly Reed in 2031. So in 10 years from now. Oh yeah. And my question for you, and like I want you to really like visualize what she looks okay. like, what she's doing, like just w- right now. I'm interviewing her. What is the advice that she would give you today? And what I'm hearing is just like, go bigger, even bigger. Oh, wow. Have it all. And when you were asking me, I just felt into this energy of like the $10 million a year business. Oh, what are you wearing? It's so funny. What's happening to my future self? I'm always in these like beautiful, like floral dresses. Oh, Which is what I like to wear, but for all white, I always, it's still a super like feminine vibe. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. And just like more money than I can count, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the vacation homes. Tons of fun and like thousands of women and just obviously like super happily married family dog but my dog's coming soon I'm getting a dog in July oh, um, exciting. yeah it just feels really like high frequency high vibe you have it all I love it and that is a perfect way to close out this episode I've had so much fun talking to you Jocelyn I feel like I could talk to you for hours upon hours upon hours and I just thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your energy and your vibe. Like I, I'm, I have no doubt that everyone is going to just love this. I loved this. I just connecting is my literally feeds my soul. Yeah, me too. Well, um, thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I told you I'm going to be in Brooklyn this summer. I'm sure you're super busy, but if you ever want to grab a glass of wine or do something, I'm going to let you know my dates when I'm there. And it'd be yeah. so much fun to meet you in person. Please do. I love where yeah. you'll be staying. It's such a beautiful neighborhood. Yay. All right. Well, thank you again and have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, wasn't that so good? I love Julia also. That conversation really lit me up. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please get in touch with me if you'd like to join Magnify Manifest Receive. A reminder that you are able to rate and review the podcast and receive $200 off any of my programs. That doesn't apply to Magnify Manifest Receive right now as that is on Early Bird anyway, but it does apply to Money Queen. And you're also able to use that for the cohort or the next round of Feminine Magic and Many of the Mastermind, which will be launching this fall winter. Those ladies are in session now. Oh my God, it was such a vibe this week. 
today, today, what's today? Today is Wednesday the 19th. Two women in my mastermind <laughs> both manifested $10,000 in miracle money. So when I say the money vibes are on and money's coming always, always, I really mean it, uh, which makes me even more excited to teach Magnify, Manifest, Receive and give you that really fast, juicy money boost. Uh, miracles are just so real. So anyway, thank you for listening. And I will chat with you soon and DM me if you have any questions. So much love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.